Hey, I'm Haley. I live down the road. I I'm Eula. You say you're what, like allergic to the world, right? I guess you could say that. We looked everywhere for a doctor to help you. You're gonna get better. Promise? Promise. Hello, Eli. I'm Dr. Horn. Hello. I hope you don't think of this as a medical facility. To me, it's a home. And for now, it's your home. Oh, it's been so long. Everything we hoped for is right here. Shall we begin? What do you think is making you sick? Lots of things. The air, water, dust. Eli's gonna get worse before he gets better. There's something in my room. Bad dreams are a side effect. It's perfectly normal. I don't mean to freak you out, but this place gives me the creeps. I think she's making me sicker. The medication. No, it's not the medication. Why do I feel worse? Because it's working. I think something bad is happening. guys welcome back to the horror squad uh we are toddless tonight so i will be um taking over the hosting duties so I, who are you i am joe of course <laughs> uh joined of course as always by steve and sam hi, I, hi. you just heard hello hello uh you just heard the trailer for eli uh the newest netflix horror movie which we will be reviewing later on tonight but yeah so how was everyone's Halloween? When I miss Halloween. <laughs> yeah, so do I. Like it's such such a bummer. It's like uh, really sucks that it's over. But mine was great. I uh, despite having torrential rain uh, where I am, it was uh, still pretty su successful. I had 170 kids come to my house. Oh, wow! Did you? Yeah, was, that, was that a full? Was that an exact count? No, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's approximate, just based off the candy <laughs> I had left. Nice. Um, I, I tried counting them for a while, but then it was just getting too much. There's like a mix of kids and adults coming to see my display because even though my display was only a quarter of what I intended it to be, I did like a kind of haunted carnival in my garage and uh, people really liked it. You know, I got a good kind of clown atmosphere in there and uh, people want to come see it. So, you know, they were coming into the garage and checking it out and stuff like that. So I kind of lost count there for a second, but. I'd say about 170, wow, despite, that, like, really bad rain. Yeah, well, it's, it's about half of what I would get on a nice day. But, yeah, it's more than I thought it would be because it was really bad weather. Yeah. So, so much so that uh, my hometown postponed Halloween to the next day, yeah. like a c citywide official 
thing where they told everyone to pass on Friday, and then the Halloween karma gods uh, punished them by making Friday <laughs> absolutely worse. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that really sucked for them, but uh, hopefully they have learned their lesson that you can't postpone Halloween. And right. as far as, well, what do you guys think? You, you think you, sh- you can postpone Halloween? No. I mean, I think it's dumb, too, but actually a lot of towns around here did the same exact thing because of the weather. Stupid. But, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's but dumb. It should, you know, I mean, I guess I understand it because, you know, it, it's supposed to be, like, an enjoyable thing for the children and, I guess, safety issues and stuff. But well, I mean, you know we what? Were kids go over to and, your yeah. parents' friend's house and trick-or-treat in the house like I used to have to. All right. There you go. You go to, from room to room, knocking on the doors, and all the parents open each bedroom. Yeah, I mean, they don't cancel anything else for, like, because of the weather or anything. Like, you know, Christmas doesn't get canceled because it's raining out or anything. So, I mean, I can understand why, but, um, I mean, I say just, you know, suck it up, get an umbrella. I actually, wasn't there a town, I think I saw that, that video that went viral that was in Canada, right? Where they were all under, like, a canopy and were yeah. down the street. <laughs> It actually wasn't wasn't too far from here. They, uh-huh. they like t- took this big like tent and the whole like town just like carried those. Yeah, around. that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's uh, the ingenuity that Canadians will go through to pass Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so that that was nice to see. Yeah. Awesome. And you dress as Pennywise. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to go as Twisty, but I decided that I wanted to talk to people, and Twisty's a kind of silent type. Sure. So I decided to go as Pennywise instead, and. Uh, kind of messed around with the people and had a lot of fun doing it awesome did the wife hand out candy or did she dress up too yeah she dressed up as twisty she oh, awesome. <laughs> she, she took my twisty costume and uh but she couldn't see anything in the costume because it's like <laughs> the eye the eye holes are really small in the twisty costume so i'm the one who ended up actually passing the candy around um the funny thing is that way steve (laughs) yeah a a lot of my neighbors come to talk to me during the night but i don't wear my glasses when i'm in my costume and i can't see them so because i'm really like i can't see anything without my uh my glasses so it's just funny i have no idea who i'm talking to (laughs) i don't remember them when they come the next day like oh remember we talked about this i'm like yeah but yeah it's a great time uh what'd you guys do Sam, go for it. Well, I had a pretty cool Halloween because my best friend, Crystal, from Kansas, where I used to live, she came to visit me. And she was here uh, Tuesday through Saturday, so she got to spend Halloween in Salem, which she absolutely loved. And it was just really nice seeing her and, like, hanging out and showing her um, my new spooky life, I guess. So, yeah, I had a really good Halloween. It's awesome. Yeah. And, and the, you guys went downtown or something? Uh, yeah, we, we went to downtown uh, Salem, which is like, you know, kind of like one of the Mecca places for Halloween night. Um, I think it was really busy down there, but I think the rain definitely scared some people away. And it ended up not even raining. The weather ended up being like really nice. It was actually very mild. Yeah. For Halloween night, it was probably in like the 60s, which it, is yeah, it like, was warm. yeah. I dressed to prepare for the cold weather, but I was sweating. Right. Uh, yeah, the, no, the weather was ended up being beautiful, and the rain held off all night, so it ended up being an awesome night. Um, they had a few live bands and DJs and stuff going around all downtown. They canceled the fireworks because they expected the weather to be worse than it actually ended up being. Um, but, you know, whatever. We, never, we always skip the fireworks anyway because um, the way they do it is if you're not, um, like, in a bar before, like, 10 o'clock, they, like, basically 
come like a SWAT of police will push everyone into the like out of the downtown area just because once the fireworks end, they don't want anyone like on the streets and whatnot. Because there's been like crime that's happened in years past. It was like a stabbing one year and stuff. So they try to get everyone off the streets before it gets too late and all the riffraff starts. So um, we got we jumped into a bar around like nine thirty, ten o'clock, and uh, yeah, we yeah we really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. See him, I see you shaking your head over there. You don't think that's, I think that's interesting. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, fine. Uh, but yeah, we had a blast. Yeah, so I miss Halloween. <laughs> yeah, me too. And uh, the thing about Halloween that I hate the most is having to put everything away, and that's such a oh, bitch. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> like, I had so, my house was a disaster. Like, just the stuff is all over the place, and putting it all away was just not fun at all. Yeah. And it's so depressing too, you know, I kind of put everything, but, uh, at least I got to go, you know, post Halloween shopping, which is always fun. Did you guys do any of that? No. We actually didn't this year. We skipped it. I just wasn't like walking around spirit and, uh, like Halloween say this year, there wasn't anything besides, I guess the Sam animatronic, but last time we went, they were all sold out everywhere. So besides that, there was nothing I was really like clamoring for. So we, we skipped it this year. Yeah, and for me, like, I'm always finding Halloween stuff, but my, like, actual Halloween shopping season starts late May, early June, and then by the time it's after Halloween, I don't have any money to <laughs> buy the discounted stuff, which I don't budget that very well, so usually I skip it. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it, you know, it's, and a lot of stores, like, their, their sales happen, like, a week before Halloween, I don't mm-hmm. know if it was, like, that in your area, but it was certainly in mine. Uh, it's like all the Christmas stuff by October 31st. It's out, no Halloween stuff. Yeah. But I, I did go to shopping and I spent a lot more than I expected. I, I went with the idea that I'm just going to maybe pick up a thing or two if I see anything. Right. But, oh my God, it was it was a little ridiculous this year uh, for me anyway. It's, well, I bought a lot of Hocus Pocus stuff and I bought the Sam animatronic because I took Todd's advice and hit it like, yeah, before Halloween. That's awesome. Yeah, I put it behind costumes I knew wouldn't sell, so uh, it was still there, to my surprise. And, what were the yeah, costumes was, that you hid it behind? <laughs> what was It was, like, some weird, like, ballerina and some, like, I don't know, kind of young girl thing that I didn't <laughs> think anyone would be. That would no one kid, want, yeah. Yeah, in, in the kids' section, so, yeah, it's... Uh, no, exactly. It was, it was a good time. I also bought it this Pennywise that comes out of a well. Yeah, you sent a yeah. picture. I think look, that thing's really cool. I saw that um, at Halloween party. Did you get that Party City? Yeah, Party yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, that was a really cool one. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish we did go to Party City actually now because they do have some cool masks. I probably would have grabbed, but I got some really. I got. I made got some really good deals on the mat, mm-hmm. like the Trick or Treat Studios masks. But yeah, I, I ended up dressing up. I uh, for Halloween night, uh, I dressed as. Uh, I, I got a trick-or-treat studios mask after Halloween last year for, like, 70% off, and it's, like, a guy who has, like, three eyes, three, like, mouths, three ears. It's, like, really trippy and, like, kind of fucks with your eyes. Um, so I put that on, and I wore, like, this, like, old suit that I had for when I was the Strangers uh, Man in the Mask costume, and it actually came out really good, and uh, a lot of people were... It caught, caught a lot of attention, actually. I was surprised, but it was... Uh, it was fun, and we actually stopped at a house and trick or treated. Uh, did you mention that, Sam? Okay, yeah, we stopped it. We were wa- when we were walking downtown. 
there was uh, these people sitting on their porch, and they were like, hey, you guys want to, like, come on over and, like, trick-or-treat. So that was, it was uh, a good nostalgia throwback, trick-or-treating for the first time in, like, 20 years. <laughs> Did you get good stuff? Uh, I got a Twix bar. I don't know. What'd you get, Sam? I got a Snickers. Snickers, yeah. I'd say that's good. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. You got you guys got to come trick or treating with me at uh, Disney next year. Oh yeah, you'll you'll see. It's uh, yeah. even though it's like kind of arranged trick or treating, it's still cool. I don't know. There's yeah. something about it. It's like the mystery and the way they do it there. There's like these giant bins where the cast members take like a handful, and you kind of eye to make sure. Like it's all strategy, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. which of the which <laughs> one has the bigger hands? Which one did you see gave bigger piles? And it's just like oh, awesome. the whole strategy. Is, yeah, it's just fun. Uh, I, I miss trick or treat. Is that like free to trick or treat? Do they just give like free well, candy? Or, well, it costs free. To get, I mean, <laughs> costs like a hundred dollars to get into the park. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's free once you're in the park. Yeah. But it's certainly not free to get in. Right. Do they charge yeah. extra money for like the the oh, yeah. scary stuff? Yeah, they do. Yeah. So yeah, and the way we do it. Um, like this year, I didn't do a Disney trip. Uh, I just did that one Halloween party night and then went to Universal. Mm-hmm. So what they do is that uh, if you buy a Halloween ticket, even though it opens at like six or seven, you can get in at three. Okay. So you can kind of do some park stuff before on the same ticket. Um, but yeah, there's and it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's just it is expensive. Yeah. Like, I can imagine. Well, we're definitely planning on it, especially with the 30th anniversary of Halloween Harnack stuff. So we are yeah. excited. We're definitely we're definitely been talking about it, so we're excited for it. We'll, uh, we'll keep everyone updated, I guess. Uh, maybe we could even do a little, if other people are, some of the listeners are going, we could have a little, like, meetup or something in a bar or something. That would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, um, what else? Oh, did it, did you scare anybody? Any scared kids, Steve, at the, oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's kind of sad, right? Like, it's, especially like little kids that they just won't come to the house. Yeah. So I had to, I sent like my father-in-law to like give him candy down the street because they just wouldn't uh, come to the house at all. I did scare a couple teens, which was great. That's always like what you plan to do. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, not nothing too, too bad. Most of them were just like happy and loved seeing the stuff and weren't yeah. freaked out at all they're just like really into it which was awesome awesome yeah it's... sounds like everyone had an amazing halloween um i miss halloween <laughs> <laughs> but um unfortunately spooky season has ended for the year no, i mean not. well you know what i mean you know the, the ultra spooky season obviously us as horror fans it's spooky season year round but um you know, to stay in the spooky season, we do have a couple of events coming up for us. Um, the ne- first one actually is one we've never mentioned before. It was just kind of like um, through, uh, thrown on us last minute. But um, we plan on attending Super Mega Fest Comic Con, which will be coming up November 16th and 17th at the Sheridan in Framingham, Mass. Um, that's actually the con- same place where we did um scaricon last year so if you went to to that one um you can come uh hang out with us at super mega fest um the dorkening um podcast network will have a table there so we will be set up there um i believe me and sam will both be there um hopefully um but uh guess wise there's so <clears throat> since it's comic-con obviously it's not completely horror oriented but there is a couple of horror guests um one being Edward Furlong, um, who most people probably know from T2 fame, but our fans might know him from Pet Cemetery 2 fame. 
And also James DeBello will be there from Cabin Fever fame. Um, also uh, Carmen Electra, Tony Danza, and um, who else? There was someone else I was going to mention. Oh, and there's going to be a Warriors reunion. Um, like probably like eight or ten cast members from the Warriors will be there. So um, should be a pretty good con for sure. And uh, here is a little promo for it. Or not. <laughs> uh, well, never mind. I can't get this promo to play, so forget that. <laughs> uh, but the other con is uh, coming up is going to be... This is what happens when you don't have an editor. We miss you, Todd. <laughs> you did the promo just fine. Yeah. You did what it was and all the... You did, yeah, you're right. Um, but... Uh, the second con we got going on, of course, is the big one, Wicked Weekend, which will be December 6th through the 8th in uh, the Palace Theater, Stafford Springs, Connecticut. Um, me, Todd, and Sam will be there. We will be hosting the panels, a lot of awesome panels and whatnot. So go and check it out. Go to thewickedvault.com um, for tickets. And, uh, yeah, we're really excited for both events, and we hope to see you guys at one or the other. And um, we got some, hopefully, other ones planned for um, later next year. So just keep an eye on, obviously, all our social medias and whatnot. And uh, speaking of social media, Steve, what do we have for emails and social media this week? All right. So if you'd like to send us some questions, you can do so uh, by email at thehorrorsquadpodcast at gmail.com. Or on social media, that's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, Horror Squad Pod. Uh, we got we didn't get a lot of questions this week on the social medias. I actually had to reach out to my friends uh, by text <laughs> to get some questions, and they came through. So thank nice. you, you guys. So hopefully we can see some more questions. Uh, the first one comes from Namaya. He asks, how can we make horror games more scary and also more accessible? Ooh. Um, I mean, aren't they already pretty accessible? Uh, yeah, I, I would think there's, yeah, yeah, it depends how he, what he means by accessible. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, they're easy to, to find and everything. They're definitely more than, than there used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. As far as more scary, I mean, I, there's some pretty scary games out there mm-hmm. if you really look for it. I mean, play a VR, like horror game and let's see if you can actually get through it. Uh, most like other than one of my friends, None of my friends or family members were able to last like more than five or ten minutes playing <laughs> playing a horror VR game because it's one thing watching a screen, but actually being in it is a completely different experience. Yeah. So if you want to be scared, play a horror VR game. Try Resident Evil Seven. Just just try to even get to the house without uh, chickening out. It's uh it's quite the experience. Yeah, I've actually we've I've never really played ones. Well, Sam and I did do one once um we went to monster mania convention and it was right before it chapter one was coming out and they had it was actually really cool they had a uh school bus outside that was like covered in blood and it said like Derry high school on it and you go like inside the school bus and uh there's a bunch of like vr headsets and you put it on and you're kind of uh like going through Derry, and it keeps like popping up and you like go into the sewers and stuff it was really cool um the like my personal VR was, like, a little messed up, so it wasn't, like, fully, like, the best full immersive VR experience. I don't know. What was, how was your experience, Sam, on that, that I liked VR? I it, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It yeah. Was cool. yeah, it was pretty cool. It wasn't, like, super scary, but it was still a pretty cool experience. But I 
would love to like play like the uh, really scary ones. Yeah. What's like the scariest one you've played, Steve? VR was uh, Resident Evil Seven was pretty scary, um, just because you have to like actually walk to places yourself, and it's very atmospheric. Like you can hear things in the house, and that was pretty freaky. Uh, another one that I really like is Until Dawn. Um, that's they have like a horror regular game, but they also have um, a VR game called I think it's Bloodfest or it's got like a subtitle, but I forget what it is. And that's you. It's on an on rail, so you're like you're on a roller coaster, and every level is a different type of like scary. So the first one is more like ghosts, and then the, another one is clowns, and one is like more gory, like pigs getting chopped up and stuff like that. There's one with spiders, and it's just like all different types of horror. Uh, and that one's really, really fun. So it's a shooter. It's like you have both your, your guns in your hands and you have to shoot clowns and targets and stuff like that. It's, it's a really, really fun one. So th- those are the two I'd recommend uh, the most. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think that would be fun. And if you ever come to Canada, I'm plugging you in. So you sure. To test it out yourself. Awesome. Uh, Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can last more than <laughs> all the other people who tried. I won't be able Sam to I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Yeah, they're fun. It's a, it's it's definitely something worth experiencing at least once. Nice. Cool. Uh, another, another question we got. This one's from Rich. Uh, any horror movie or story that still scares you when you watch it or hear it? Ooh. For him, it was The Grudge. He just gets an uneasy okay. feeling when thinking about The Grudge. Sure. Um, for me, it would be The Strangers. Yeah. Because I hate home. I mean, I love Home Invasion because it's so real. Um, but every time I watch that movie, I still am afraid of it. It's a good movie. Um, that still scares us today? Is that the first uh, And that's the first one. Yeah. Thank that you. still scares me. Anyone would. Still scares you? Uh, I mean, Thanks. Zelda still makes me feel, like, creeped out every time I see her. Still? Yeah. Like, she creeps me out. Yeah, because it reminds me of, the, like, the really vivid nightmares I had as a child with her. Yeah. So it's still, like, she still makes me feel a little uneasy. But maybe, I don't know if there's anything, like, still that completely, like, scares me. I haven't been scared in quite a long time. I mean, jump scares, obviously. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm the same. Like, movie-wise, uh, things don't really scare me anymore. I mean, some of them gave me uneasy feelings, like The Conjuring 2 was one that uh, kind of got a little a bit of a reaction out of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Changeling, what I'd first seen it, is something similar. Uh, as far as stories go, uh, I, I said the story on episode 11 of the podcast but the story my grandparents told me of like their haunting experiences like still kind of spooks me yeah um and yeah i'll, I'll say it quickly because it has been a long time if you guys don't mind uh, sure a little bit of a ghost story here so my grandparents mm-hmm. are very religious so it's not like people who kind of mess around or make a ton of jokes you know obviously they're not they're not like bad or anything but they wouldn't lie is what i'm getting to like they're not yeah people who would go out of their way to lie there's no reason for them to lie you know they're very straight catholic uh, people so they used to live in a house that was known to be haunted a lot of people in my family have seen or experienced things uh people who came to the house have experienced things i brought a girlfriend there one time who made me leave the house because she experienced things like it's just it was just a really scary house and they for some reason just like held tight i mean the the house was in the family for I don't know, 60, 70 years at least. Um, so there was a lot of history there. But near the end, right before they ended up selling the house, 
my grandfather in the middle of the day, not at night. He wasn't sleeping. He wasn't on any pills. Uh, he was in the kitchen, and he he's drinking water. And he turns around and he saw a woman at the fr- at the door frame. And the way he described her is she was in a white veil. He could see her face clearly, but he can see like she was translucent. He could see mm-hmm. through her. And her chest, he could see, and it was like, he could see it was the skeleton of her chest through, through through the clothes. And the lower it got, the more it disappeared. So she had no legs. So mm-hmm. she was just kind of floating there. And he says it was about near where the belly would be, where it's like kind of the the backbone. And he would see her skeleton. And it, the higher it got, the more visible she was. Mm-hmm. And she was just standing there smiling at him. Smiling? And then dis- <laughs> smiling, yeah. Oh, hell no. Uh, and, and then disappeared. And that yeah. kind of freaked that kind of freaked him out, and he doesn't get freaked out very easily. Yeah. Uh, but he decided not to tell anyone that story at the time because he like wasn't sure what he'd really saw. Uh, later that week, my grandmother, still in the middle of the day, uh, was cleaning the living room, and she saw that exact same description of a figure walk from one side of the room to the other. Oh. And she went, and she told my grandfather, and he's like, "I saw that exact same ghost, like." couple days ago in the kitchen which is at like right next to the where the living room is and they were both kind of freaked out by it but again because they're religious they don't really want to you know tell that story to people so a week later again they're in the kitchen and they're chatting with my grandfather's cousin who comes over for coffee once in a while they they lived in a super small town it was like a thing they did Mm -hmm. and mid-conversation his cousin stops looks down the hall stares at it for a little bit and then looks back at them he says is there someone else in the house and they're like no he says i just saw a woman in a white veil walk by the uh the hallway which was from the living room to another oh room God. the same exact description that my grandparents had seen wow um yeah, so they, they, like, brought a priest in. It was a whole thing. Oh, my and, God. I have goosebumps. Yeah, and they eventually sold the house. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, – that story really, really freaked me out because they don't lie. They just – I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird story. And there are so many things happened in that house over the years that is kind of the cherry on top, I guess. Okay, well, so, yeah, thanks that, for that. I'm going to have nightmares tonight. <laughs> yeah, that story freaked me out. But, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> um, all right, so thanks, Rich, for the question. Uh, so this one comes from Pat. What's your favorite non-gory horror movie? Ooh. Non-gory? Non-gory. I mean, there's a ton, right? But, um, oh, man, I was going to say Poltergeist, but there's actually a pretty good horror scene. Yeah, I'm like trying to off. think. Um, like, give me a few off the top of your head that you wouldn't say. That's not gory? Yeah. Well, the Shining. Is, is that really gory? I don't know. I feel like it's I mean, good. I guess not. Well, the blood, the blood. coming out yeah, of the elevator. Oh, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I guess so. Yeah. The great twins getting, like, massacred. Right. Like, uh, every movie, I'm like, does this have gore? I'm like, try, yeah, I'm like, put, get put on the spot here. I'm trying to think of something. Uh, the, the two I wrote down were The Conjuring 2 and uh, The Changeling. Okay, yeah. The Conjuring. Any ghost movie, like Emily yeah, Rose. The X's go- movie, ghost Emily Rose, like, yeah. stuff like that. Is Exorcist yeah, gory? I mean, I wouldn't consider Exorcist gory, right? Like, uh, I mean, her face is gory. Face gory. He throws himself out the window. Yeah, a little bit of like blood and What's stuff. What's another but... one? Okay, I'm trying to think of like intro horror movies, like kid, like PG-13 horror movies type thing. But... The craft. No. The craft. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I need more time to think about this one for sure. Um, Come on, we can think of one more. Okay. Uh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not easy. Either. No, it's you really know, not. Horror movies, by definition, usually have at least some type of gore. Right. Even, even like psychological thrillers. I'm sure there's nowadays. people out there just like yelling a bunch yeah, of yeah. things <laughs> right now while they're listening. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, outside of the ghost genre, there isn't. Like, right. zombies are gory. Slasher's obviously gory. That's mm-hmm. The Blair Witch. Yeah. Like well, Blair even Witch. the Blair Witch has that gore scene. Oh, yeah, well, you miss, you lose, like, his finger. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. exactly. It's... I'm looking around the room right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, most of the Universal Monster Horror movies weren't really gory. Yeah, like... Right. Does Gremlin? What about Gremlins? Oh, I'd say there's some gore in Gremlins. Yeah. All right, well. I think that was a trick question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one. All right, well, if you guys think of it later. Uh, sure. Come back to it. Uh, all right, this one comes from Rise Horror Corner. He's, it's a fuck, Mary kill. Beautiful. Uh, Pinhead, Hannibal Lecter, and Leatherface. Oh. Who is it? Hannibal? Uh, Leather- Pinhead and Leatherface. Pinhead. Let's same answer this one first. Um, shit. I guess I would kill Pinhead. Oh, so that means you're gonna marry your fuck Leatherface? <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like Pinhead would be great. Like he's into like, probably some kinky shit. Yeah, but I'm not trying to die. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess marry Leatherface. Oh, shit. All right. And through uh, Hannibal, I Hannibal? Guess. Okay. Just because I don't like Hannibal, so I'm like, let me... You, why don't you like Hannibal? I don't know. What's wrong with him? He's kind of mm-hmm. handsome. Anthony Hopkins? He's creepy. But I'm like, let me marry Leatherface. <laughs> yeah, Leatherface isn't creepy. Leatherface <laughs> is creepy, but he's just... <laughs> <laughs> he's misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, I'm going to marry Hannibal, actually, because I think he would be a great conversationalist. He could have some really good No, he'd do too much them. talking. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I, so I'm going to marry Hannibal. I would... Uh, a tough one. I guess I would fuck Leatherface, too, and then kill Pinhead, because Pinhead is pretty terrifying. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'd probably I put, like, I'd... a butt plug up here or something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd probably marry Pinhead. Because I feel we could do some like crazy magic shit <laughs> as a couple. Yeah. You know? Sure. Uh, I'd fuck Leatherface because he has a mask on and he could put like a female mask on. Yeah. That'll help a little bit. Yeah. And I'd kill Hannibal Lecter because he'd probably like eat my dick and I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He fuck me and then cut me and then he, like <laughs> serve me for dinner. Yeah. yeah. Not, Love it. It's not happening. <laughs> Uh, and the last person that sent us questions, well, there's one more, but it's uh, Eli-related, so I'll wait sure. until the end. But, okay, so there's a few questions here from Mandy, so thanks, Mandy, for sending me some questions. She says, oh, yeah, and this is actually good, because I did want to talk about this. Well, so it's a two, two-part two question. What's your favorite creep show segment in the movies and favorite creep show segment in the TV show? Ooh, we're still, we're actually still two episodes behind on the TV Oh my show. god. But, <laughs> so far, my favorite is the 
uh, dollhouse with the head. The dollhouse. Yeah, that... I, that's my. That's been my favorite. That one was really good. I know Sam didn't like this one as much as I did, but I really liked the Halloween one with the kids going around to all of the the uh, parents and stuff and, like, wreaking havoc. That one was really fun. But, yeah, I think I... I, I yeah, I really liked that head one that yeah. from the first episode. Um, and I really liked the genie one. It's, it's, yeah. it's tough to choose, but I, I think I'll go with the head one as well for TV show. And I'm on the same page. Even though I saw the last two episodes, mm-hmm. uh, even, and there were some good segments, I think the head one just I really captured it. my imagination. Yeah. It's just so good. And, yeah. yeah. It was like, I jumped some parts. It was kind of scary. And as far as the movie, oh God, it's so hard. There's so many good ones. I know, I'm like, give me a list. I mean, yeah, you got, yeah. so, well, I mean, I don't count Creepshow 3. So, obviously, from the first movie, you have Father, the Father's Day segment. You have um, the crate. You have uh, something to tide you over, which is the um, the beach one mm-hmm. with Leslie Nielsen. Um, you have the, I forget what it's called, but the one with, uh, what's his name? What's his face there? Ted Danson. That, that, that's the beach one. Yeah, that's the beach one too. Okay. Um, there's a Stephen King one with the grass. That's right. Yeah. And there's yep. the one with the cockroaches. In the yes. First one. That's exactly. the yeah. And then the second one you have Old Chief Woodenhead, uh, the Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker. and uh, what's the other? The, the raft. The raft. Yeah, the raft. Yep. Okay. Well, those are all your movie ones. I'm gonna go with the Hitchhiker. The Hitchhiker. It's a great one. The classic. Uh, oh, it's so tough. Um, I am going to go though with. I really like the um, old cheap wooden head one. Yeah. It's just a classic. Um, I don't know. I love the raft too, but man, the raft like looks so terrible. Like when you watch it now, Aww. it was like literally just a piece of uh, tarp, like black tarp with a bunch of shit thrown on it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I actually like Creepshow 2 better than one. So, I mean, that's why I'm kind of going with all of the all Creepshow those, 2 yeah. stories. But um, I mean, off the, out of the first one, definitely the the crate, even though it's a little overlong, it's still a, a great story. But yeah, overall, I, Old Chief Woodhead for movie wise. Yeah, I'd go. I like the Father's Day. I like the very first yeah. segment of the first movie. It's just uh, so memorable to me. And, Absolutely. Because you know, I watched the first Creep Show. I, I prefer the first Creep Show to the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Creep Show 2 is great too. So it's not like, you know, I, I like, it's kind of like The Conjuring. I really Do you like, like both, the Stephen but... King one? Because I know that one's kind of a. I actually, I actually hated. do. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, like, I think all of you guys hate that one, but uh, no, I, I, there's something I, I like. Like his innocence, mm-hmm. like, like he's just. It's like a dumb guy that has the situation, and the way he deals with it is. It's from a perspective of a guy who's not very intelligent, and I, I kind of like that. I like that he's watching wrestling. I don't know why that like, <laughs> always amused me. Um, I don't know, there's something about it, that, and seeing Stephen King, I mean, I'm such a huge Stephen King fan that, that uh, even though it's a, he's a terrible actor, uh, I do I do like that segment, but compared, it's, it wouldn't be in my, like, top half, right? Because right. there's so many great segments, I'd probably still even be near the bottom, but I do like that segment. Do you, is there, like, a performance of Stephen King's, you're like, oh, he wasn't that bad in it? <laughs> uh, yeah, and, well, it's not even horror, but uh, he had a great cameo in Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Um, wow. I, I, have you ever watched that show? No, I, I actually never watched Sons. I think Sam's watched what a few Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen King did a cameo in that one. Did you watch oh, the whole I don't series? Remember that. No. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. So you know, uh, you've seen Pulp Fiction, right? 
It's yes. been forever. Okay, well, you know that the wolf, like the guy who comes to clean up the murder when uh, they shoot the guy in the head there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. so he, he, he plays a character like that where they, they need to clean up a murder, so they call him. Oh, nice. And then they can't pay him, so he, he takes the most, like, weird item from the house, like, as payment. It's, it's worth watching. It's, it's a great cameo. Awesome. Uh, he's also pretty good in The Stand, I oh. thought. I haven't seen so. The Stand television series in forever. I forget him honestly in it. He was good yeah. recently in it though. I thought he was like good for what he yeah. was yeah. sent to put out there as yeah. Yeah, no, that that was a great cameo for sure. Uh, all right, next question. Uh, I guess we kind of talked about this already, but the what's the best thing you purchased this Halloween season? Ooh, probably my Sam. Like, it's like the mini Sam sitting on the pumpkin that right. lights up from Spirit. That's probably which, my favorite. Which you got signed, right? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we met Quinn Lord. Yeah, I had him. That's the piece I had him signed. So, it's pretty cool. Same thing for you, Sam? I don't know. I didn't buy really anything cool. I just got, like, a bunch of Halloween, like, mm, like, the I mainly mugs. focused on Halloween mugs and Halloween blankets. Those are like the items that I wanted to get this year and I got a bunch. Yeah, I don't remember you buying anything actually at Spirit really when we went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Uh, for, yeah, for me, uh I'd probably say I got the Sandman animatronic, which is really cool. Yeah. I, awesome. I, I didn't I didn't expect that he'd have two heads. Yeah, that's amazing, um, right? I thought it would just be one head that you can take the mask on and off. Yep. But it's actually two separate heads, which surprised me. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, I, are you, um, I didn't know that. Are you awesome. keeping that up year-round? Yeah. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. Are you, which, which head are you going to put up? I'm going to put, uh, like, the unmasked head because okay. I also bought the hanging sound. Oh, that's right. It's, like, oh. half his body, and that one is only the mask, so I can have them kind of side-by-side. Side. Nice. Uh, and the Pennywise, I'm going to have also on display all year round, and that's cool. another highlight. And I got a Pennywise face door knocker. I don't know if you saw it in the picture. I saw it in the picture, yeah. I and that one's... Have you seen that around? Uh, I've seen it, but I haven't seen it, like, in action. Okay, I'll, I'll send you a video. It's really cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, but I think overall my favorite thing that I bought is in my Halloween display, I had this, like, kind of swing with three dead gold, uh, clown dolls. Oh, yeah, I think you, saw, around. you sent a video of that, right, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I sent it in my, cool. like, when I showed you guys my display, and that yeah. thing, mm-hmm. just, like, people were mesmerized by that <laughs> when they came by for Halloween, so I really, really dug that. Awesome. Yeah, so that's my favorite stuff this year. Uh, then she asked, coolest costume you saw this Halloween? Ooh, Ooh I oh, have Sam has, yeah. I I'm actually had probably the same answer. It was my boyfriend, the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, it was amazing. It was oh, yeah. yeah, he like was he had this amazing mask on. A it mask I've never. Beautiful. It was like a f- mask that like almost like fit to his face that yes, looked like it makeup. Yeah, it was awesome. And then he had these blue contacts yeah. in that looked so. He looked just like the Crypt, and he's wearing a, a, tuxedo, a tuxedo, right? Yeah, yep. it looked amazing. Yeah. Um, I think you have a. It was on your Instagram story, right? I don't know if you have the picture. Can no, you... I'm gonna post it. Okay, post it. Yeah, for, for sure. Man, what is it? Man Crush. Monday. Yeah. Oh yeah. Send it to me. I'll put it on our Instagram story too. Oh, the, hard, <laughs> the hard, the hard mm-hmm. squad Instagram too. I'll throw it up there. But that was probably easily the best. Um, was there any other ones that stood out for Halloween? Yeah. 
Oh, it was, oh there was a family that was the Shining family. Yeah, that was that pretty was fun. Cute. Which one did I? Awesome. <laughs> I was gonna say you liked the critters at the Halloween. Oh, at the Halloween party. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, okay, yeah, the Crypt Keeper Halloween, Halloween night. night definitely stood out as probably the best. Yeah. Oh, and the, actually, there was one group of couple that was Bob Ross and the other guy. And the guy was like the painting. That was kind of funny. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. oh, it was funny. It made me laugh. <laughs> but yeah, Crypt Keeper does. It, but yeah. <laughs> All right, Pinterest. <laughs> I couldn't really see anything because uh, I didn't have my glasses on but I did notice one kid she had like her head on a platter and it looked Aww. like she had no head on her body <laughs> oh that's awesome so it's it like she's holding her own head it was, uh, awesome yeah, that's, I, I've, that's I've, a cool I've, kid right there yeah, yeah I've, I've seen a video of something similar yeah, this yeah. Year at some point it was probably her inspiration but it, it, it looked really cool in person too awesome all right, two more questions from Mandy. Uh, oh, the, the clown. Best... Actually, sorry, the clown, too, Sam, we saw it. There was a guy who was, like, on these, like, big stilts, and he was, like, a creepy clown. He had, like, a massive mallet. It was pretty cool. Oh, nice. It was all right. Yeah. And the Jack Skellington was really cool, too. There was a Jack Skellington on, on stilts, too. Those performers. Oh, they're still so cool. Have some respect. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still costumes. Yeah. <laughs> Have some respect. How the costumes. What are they then? Performing <laughs> costumes. Okay. Busker costumes. Buskers, okay. <laughs> um, next question. What's the best possession film you've ever seen other than The Exorcist? Mm, probably The Conjuring. Conjuring. Um, Does that Emily count? Rose. I mean, she does get possessed, right? She, she is possessed, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a more demon. I think she meant more demon possession, but okay. I guess it is a demon too. In a way. of Jane Doe. Yeah, Jane Doe's pretty good. That you don't mm-hmm. even know what that is though until the end. Pretty yeah. badass. Um, oh, well, I'm trying to think of like the classics. You know? um, yeah. Yeah, I'm good with those too. <laughs> yeah, uh, and for me, I'd say uh, Stigmata. Oh, yeah, like, Stigma is a great one. That movie uh, scared the shit I, out of me when I was a kid. What year did that come out? Like 90s? 90s, yeah. In the 90s. Patricia Arquette. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. And Gabriel Byrne. G- Gabriel Byrne oh, was yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely Yeah, terrifying. that movie was great. Child in the 90s. I haven't seen it in forever, but no. yeah, like I remember when I, I started in theaters, I was pretty young, and it really scared yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great story. I, I went to the city in Italy, where the fir- the guy who got a first stigmata in real life uh, was oh, buried. That's interesting. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a very interesting place and a very interesting story of, like, his name is St. Francis, Francis of Assisi. Um, and he had, like, this amazing city on a hill in Italy, and it's just, like, really cool. It's quite the story, these stigmatas, uh, in, like, the actual Catholic Church stigmatas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, I'm surprised it's a concept we haven't seen more of because yeah, for sure. a lot of people kind of know about them, but other than Stigmata, I can't think of too many movies that reference that particular like phenomenon. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I, yeah, I would like to see more, actually, yeah. That... Yeah, me too. It's, it's an interesting phenomenon and something that people actually believe happens, right? So Yeah. Yeah, I think there could be good horror films made out of those. Definitely. And the last one, well, I, I, I answered this question already, but you guys can answer it. Uh, what's the scariest ghost story you've ever heard? Ooh. Scariest? Scariest ghost story I've ever heard. Sorry. Um, 
Oh, that's tough. I mean, I'm sure I just, like, I'm well, I remember, like, what was it? It's, I mean, I consider it a ghost story, but I saw it from a movie. It was like, what was it? Tells by the Campfire or something like that, where... Tells from the Dark Side movie, or... I can't remember. I don't think it's Dark Side. Well, it's just kind of like how, um, shit, what's that thing called? Um, it's like the urban legend, but, like, it's about the guy where he's, like, underneath the dog bed. Like, I remember that they did. They covered that story. Oh, the humans can lick two things. Yeah. Yeah. But not. It's not really a ghost story. Yes, it is. It started (laughs) as a ghost story. It did? So did the green ribbon neck. The green ribbon. That one's fun. Um, ghost story. Um, Don't tell me what wasn't a ghost story. Are you a ghost? You know? uh, The hitchhiker (laughs) one always creeped me out where, like, the guy, the guy, like, that That's he, an urban pick, he goes to pick up the hitchhike. Well, yeah, it's, it's yeah, a ghost. See? But no, it's a ghost. It's a ghost, though, because like he yeah, it's, it's, it's based, I think, on Resurrection Mary in uh, near Chicago, in Illinois. Yeah, at Re- Resurrection Cemetery. It, it was the scariest segment I've ever seen on Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, was that story oh, where she it'd be she'd be like a hitchhiker and people would drive her to a place and then, yeah, like she'd disappear and it's like yeah, it's this whole thing. It's Spooky. Yeah, that one's or an spooky. episode of Supernatural. Yeah. Never watched. It, it, is that is that still on? It is. This is the last season. Yeah. Joe, you don't. Okay. This is good thing. Season. Is is it the dude in jail now? Like the one. Oh of yeah, he got arrested. Did you know? Oh, that? the Jared Padalecki. Jared Padalecki. Yeah. He got I gotta DUI. go. Got, I can't record anymore. He got DUI. No, he did yes, not. Yes, he did. God, yeah, he did. Sam's really leaving. You're a joke. No, I, I forgot to tell you about it. Actually, I saw it the other night when I was at work. Okay, well, if I'm quiet for the rest of the show. <laughs> what? Yeah. You're joking. No. Sorry, guys. I really love Jared. <laughs> what? Yeah. All right. We'll Sam's, kids. Sam's oh, Googling as we speak here. All right. Go ahead. I'll be quiet. <laughs> Why don't you read the article? You can right. give us your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, you can put it in the horror news because that was all the questions we had. So <laughs> okay. uh, other than the other than the one for Eli, which I'll save for after. All right, Are you perfect. Kidding me? <clears throat> yeah, pretty nuts. How huh? did she get uh, a little mugshot no, there? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. Thank you everyone for sending in the emails. Um, he didn't yeah. get a DUI. Oh, he did. No, I thought he did. What did he get? Oh no, my poor baby. Look at him. <laughs> well, what did he get arrested for then? Um, assault. Oh, assault. All right. Well, like, that's any better. Intoxication. <laughs> oh, okay. So Outside he's drunk, of the Texas got, drunk bar. fight. Yeah. Early Sunday. All right. Well, I guess that's better than a DUI. The video footage. <laughs> oh, my God. He put someone in a headlock. Good. You shouldn't be messing with me. Oh, all right. That's not too bad. That's not as bad as I thought. I don't watch this video. Watch that video. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for sending in those emails. Um... Send your regards to Jared Padalecki, apparently, as well. Uh, but all right, uh, let's get into what we've been watching. Um, Steve, why don't you start us off? All right, uh, let's start on a little bit on the Halloween spirit. Here, I watched one called Boob, a Medea Halloween. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, are, are you guys fans of the Medea franchise? Uh, no, I've never watched her, honestly. Okay. Really. What about you, Sam? Are you a... I mean, I know, this, I know this is going to be a surprise, but I actually haven't seen them either. Oh, okay. I... Well, uh, so anyway, Mandea is like this character. It's Tyler Perry who plays a big uh, woman 
and he has a bunch of movies like Medea goes to a funeral, Medea goes to jail, Medea does family Christmas, all this stuff. Um, and she did, well, he did one called Boom Dea Halloween. I'm actually, I have the sequel in the background right now. Uh, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> it was actually pretty awful. Was it? Uh, yeah. Like, I've seen that type of, like, I prefer, like, Big Mama's House and Nutty Professor uh, when they did kind of the same thing, where yeah. it's, like, a dude playing a big woman or a big guy. Right. Uh, I think they did it better. So I didn't think that this one was particularly funny. I have seen funnier Medea movies, like the one she went into jail. But this one just didn't work. It's too much sitting around and talking. And the acting was atrocious. Like, just really? bad acting. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Like, yeah, like Tyler Perry's pretty good. And he plays, like, five characters. So at least there's that. But outside of Tyler Perry characters, it's just bad. Um, yeah, I didn't really enjoy this one. Despite, like, cool nods to, like, zombie films and uh, a, a weird cameo by Dr. Phil. <laughs> Uh, oh. it's a weird movie. Isn't there a but, sequel? Yeah, that's I have it on the background right now. <laughs> okay. A sequel, uh, <laughs> a sequel seems to go a little bit more like balls out with like references. Like I just saw Samara from The Ring appear, oh, nice. and uh, <laughs> like it's got weird cameos. I just saw Tito Ortiz and stuff like that. But oh. uh, I'd say pass. Honestly, I didn't think exactly. Really? There's better. Even if I'm trying to get a taste of Halloween, I should pass. Well, you should watch it once. You know, it's like anything, right? Okay. My, my opinion. It's just my opinion. Maybe right. you'll love it. It's, uh, but for me, it's a it's a pass. And what you've been watching? Oh, this video of Jared <laughs> Padalecki. That's what I've been watching. <laughs> um, what have I been watching? I mean, it was just Halloween. Give me a break, guys. I wasn't at home watching TV. Um, you watched Are You Afraid of the Dark? Today? I was going to say that <laughs> okay. we finally finished. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? And I fucking loved it i will be watching it every single week every single <laughs> month every single year oh my i really loved it um what'd you love about it it was just really good like it was good i laughed i cried i was scared okay it was good see if you haven't caught uh, jumped on that yet not yet no i, I don't see, other than on. the first episode on youtube i don't know where to watch it so oh. um where, what did you watch it? Do you know what it's on? Like, I mean, it's on Nickelodeon. Yeah, um, I don't get that. So. Yeah, I mean, on demand. I mean, you, I don't know. You might be able to find somewhere to, to stream it yeah. or something. Like I, that. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. I will, though. All right. Um, all right, I'll go with my first one. Um, I watched The Girl on the Third Floor, um, starring, Steve, you'll like this, CM Punk. Oh, my God. Have you heard of this movie? No. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a brand new release, just released this year. Um, basically, CM Punk is plays the main character. Um, he is a basically like this, like kind of like asshole, like alcoholic recover in recovery dude. Um, who bought um this house to kind of try to like mend his relationship, like with his wife who is now pregnant. Um, but yeah, so he buys this rundown, you know, mansion. Uh, and. He, he goes alone, and he starts doing renovations and stuff for it. Um, and then this girl shows up to the house, and um, they end up having sex. And uh, he ends up, you know, having sex with this girl. And then she, like, keeps, continues to keep, like, coming back and kind of, like, stalking him and stuff like that. Um, and lo and behold, we find out that she's a ghost. Um, and she's she's been dead this whole time. Um and, uh, yeah, it just kind of plays off as a bit of a ghost story. Um, 
but then it gets like really weird. Um, we find out that like the house was a former uh, burlesque house and the girl was like a burlesque dancer that got murdered. And it takes like a really, really bizarre um, turn. And it almost, I think the movie would play better as a, as a dark comedy than as a horror movie. Um, but that being said, CM Punk actually did really well. Um, he actually acted, his acting was totally fine in this. I was expecting it to be terrible. Um, it certainly wasn't a great movie, but it kept me entertained for the hour and a half that it was on. Would I watch it again? Probably not. Um, just cause there was some really goofy stuff in it and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, decent. Okay, who's the guy that's in it? CM Punk. Who he's, is that? He's a rest, famous wrestler. Okay, I figured he was yeah. a wrestler, but... Yeah. yeah good, good wrestler. Like what, MMA what, fighter. what time frame was he wrestling? Uh, like late 2000s? Recently, yeah. Okay. That yeah. nice butt. I guess, yeah. I mean, he's a handsome <laughs> guy. I mean, he's not bad looking. He's like completely clean shaven in this movie too, which I'm used to seeing him with like a beard. Um... But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, you could do worse. I would. Were you scared? No, but I would, there's a couple of actually decent jump scare scenes in it. If you're not, you know, ready for it. Um, I would say it's like a good Sunday lay on the couch movie. type laundry movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, that, that, that should be on their poster. Like Sunday <laughs> yeah. laundry yeah. movie. <laughs> hey, it tells you what kind of movie it is. Like, I'm always like, it's a laundry movie. Yeah. Or like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, my next one I watched is Prodigy. So oh. it's about. Uh, did you guys watch this one? Yes. Yeah, we actually we reviewed it on the show. Wow. We actually, I loved yeah, it. Yeah, we had the director on too, actually. Oh, very um, cool. Yeah, Nicholas McCarthy. But uh, yeah, we I, we we all really enjoyed it actually. Yeah. So a pr- pretty good story about a guy, a, a boy who seems to have two personalities and. You, uh, you kind of find out why that is and all that stuff. Uh, it was pretty good. Um, it's a, like a, the kid kind of freaked me out because he looks like my nephew. Aww. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I hope my nephew doesn't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, but no, it, it was a good story. It was well acted. Like the kid was very good. Uh, I just kind of looking creepy and stuff like that. And uh, I enjoyed it. You know, it's not something I think I'd watch again, but I'm happy I saw it. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of the whole pubic hair um, thing? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, what you got? Um, I don't know if I watched anything else. Yeah, I was trying to think. I don't think you did either. No Halloween specials or anything else while I was while I was out. Um, I don't think so. No. All right. All right, I'll go to my next one. I watched Mary, which is a 2019 release starring, I thought, you know, starring, which I thought was going to be a good thing. Um, Who? uh, What's his? Oh, Gary Oldman. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, Gary Oldman's in this? Let me me jump on it. There was um, another famous actress in it, too, who I've seen in some other stuff before, but I can't remember her name right now. But uh, basically, it's about um, this family, uh, the guy... Um, he, he wants to start a charter boat business, so he buys um, a ship with his family, and they, um, you know, they set sail to kind of just, you know, break the, the boat in after they bought it, and what we find out is that the boat is haunted. <laughs> um, it's, uh, you know, yeah, uh, so that's your basic premise of it. Um, 
Yeah, I was really disappointed with this one. Um, it reminded me of kind of like a Lifetime, like horror movie, you know, like those... Hey, what's wrong with that? <laughs> those crap... I mean, nothing if you're like into that sort of thing. Um, hey, I was just disappointed because, you know, Gary Oldman and whatnot, the dude's an amazing actor. He usually only does like really good movies, but I feel like this was just kind of one of those ones where it's like in between gigs, like... He's, like, he's looking for his next, like, good one. He just kind of uses this one to fill the time. Um, yeah, this one, I would definitely skip this one. Um, it, it would be near my worst. It's not going to make my worst of the year list, but it's, like, definitely one of the, like, worst ones I've seen this year. Um, it, it would be down there. Oh, okay. uh, it, it seemed that uh, he was brought into the project at the last minute. To oh, that makes him, sense. To, to, to replace Nicolas Cage. Oh, interesting. Oh. You know what? Actually, I think Nicolas Cage would have been way more interesting because, like, this movie would have been right up Cage's at Nicolas Cage's alley, I feel like, more than Gary Oldman. So. Right, but he, he was on to bigger and better things, which uh, I have a new segment about that when we get there, oh. uh, okay. about Nicolas Cage. Uh, and my last one I watched was another one you guys reviewed on the podcast because I'm trying to catch up because uh, I, I still listen to the old episodes to study so I can be better at the trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched Steve, Ma. stop trying to leave me in the dark. Ma. Sorry. Ma? Yeah. Ma. 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 Uh, um, Welcome to so, Ma. <laughs> uh, you know, quick, quick synopsis. A uh, bunch of kids are looking to party and they meet this lady that invites them over to her, to her house uh, to have like a party kind of crib and a bunch of weird stuff happens and uh, she turns out to be a little bit crazy. So... Uh, it was a, it's kind of like Fraji, like it was an enjoyable movie, but nothing that I would like watch again or recommend to anyone particularly. Uh, it'd, it'd be like a seven out of 10 for me. Uh, I enjoyed kind of finding out what would happen. I was a little disappointed in the end. I thought they could go a little further. Uh, there was a character, her daughter, which I thought was completely wasted. Uh, there was an interesting story they could have said they could have had there and they just didn't go there. Uh, but overall, it was an okay film. Well, since Steve's trying to study up on trivia, all I have to say to that is, don't make me lose a loan. Oh. Don't make me lose a loan. Get it? <laughs> don't make me drink alone, anyone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, well, just go on, Ma. I mean, I think the movie would have been better if we found out she got raped. In the closet. Oh, yeah, like how Steve said. Oh, yeah, the blowjob thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we all agreed that they could have gone further with it. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, I digress. Um, Last one I have um, for tonight was I watched Critters Attack, um, which is the newest Critters movie. Um, Man, the Critters look awesome in this movie, but the rest of the movie is really bad. Um, Stars D. Wallace, who, um, well... Stars, I loosely say that, um, but it wasn't. It was. Um, uh, it was just really disappointing. It was the cast was just awful. The movie dragged quite a lot. Um, like I said, the only good p- part of it is when the critters come in. They the critters look really cool um, and are fun. Um, there's one critter in particular who's pretty cool looking. Um, but What's his name? <laughs> I don't know what his name is. <laughs> but other than that, I would absolutely skip this one. Um, it's just. The Critters franchise has really just tanked recently. And, um, this one was kind of like um, Critters meets Stranger Things, but like with kids you really don't like. <laughs> yeah, none of the character actors were good in it. They were all like younger kids, but 
not good or interesting or anything or like that. Or the actors bad or like the characters just uh, mainly, I would, I would, I didn't think the acting was all that bad. It was just the character yeah, sucked. Um, and Dee Wallace's character was just kind of like, I don't know, she was just there, you know, mm-hmm. like she like was a bounty hunter, but like you don't know why she's a bounty hunter or like why she's coming back or anything like that. So it was like really lazy writing. Um, so yeah, I would definitely skip this. I would watch it, even if you're a Critters fan. I would. Well, I'm going to I would say skip it. This laundry movie. I wouldn't even put it in a laundry oh, movie. No. no, I mean, like I said, the only redeeming quality are like the actual critters. They were the practicality of them was fun and whatnot. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, the ball part. I mean, they do get into a huge ball at one point, which is kind of. Oh, fun. <laughs> so wait, wait, is Chris Attack a new binge just put together? No, it's a totally different movie. Is it okay? It was a. It's a sci. It was a sci-fi movie that they did well, after. Well, it came out after a new binge. Okay, just because the way you're talking about it, like, D. Wallace, they get into a huge ball, all that happens in a new bench. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, shit. So that's, maybe, that's I, why. That's what, I actually never saw a new bench. Like maybe that's what you watch. So. <laughs> Wait, D. Yeah, Wallace is I, a new binge, too? I'm almost sure she is. Okay. I'm looking it up right now. That's why I was, I was trying to kind of. Now this, but this was like a straight movie. I could tell it wasn't like skip because I I know New Binge was kind of like ten minute mini movies or whatever. Yeah, but it it was like a movie that they cut into yeah. segments oh. of eight minutes. So no, well maybe I watched New I Binge. Think that is what you, you I don't know. Maybe I didn't. No, no, because we. Well, I thought we had talked about how they cut it up. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because there's like Downey Hunters and. Okay. You know, it's kind of the same thing, but maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was similar. <laughs> maybe it was similar. Yeah, maybe it was just similar. It's, it's possible. I'm not sure. <laughs> but or maybe I, D. Wallace wasn't even in it. I mixed them together, the critters. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's all I got this week. I have a couple other I watch, but I'll save it for next week. Cause, uh, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> Where do you find all the time to watch all these movies? Show? At work. <laughs> don't, tell, don't tell my boss. <laughs> They're going to fucking listen to this because you're going to be like, check out my podcast. Uh, I actually already have told them that. They're going to be like, let's watch your fucking movies, man. It's before before the clock starts, obviously. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, But yeah, that's it. Um, All right, so shall we get into some horror news then, folks? Hell hell yeah. All right. Steve, why don't you go give us your little tidbit of our news you said about Nick Cage I need to hear yeah I too but let's start with the Nick Cage one so this news it just this is exactly the type of movie I need right now so Nick Cage will battle animatronic monsters in an amusement park in a movie called Wally's Wonderland love it coming out at the end of the year like I need this movie in my life right now Uh, I think this could be amazing uh, Nick Cage's craziness with basically this is kind of the premise of that Simpsons episode when they go to Krusty Land and uh, all the animatronics start attacking and stuff. Uh, I, I'm all for this. I don't know what about you guys, but sounds amazing. Right my alley. Sounds amazing to me. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I watched. Uh, when I saw that synopsis, I'm like, wow. yeah, this is, yeah, I need to listen to this. Uh, and the other piece of news I had was that Creepshow season two has been confirmed. And it's, I think we talked about last week, but it's the, by far the highest, uh, like, watched thing on Shudder, passing oh, even, is? like, yeah. two, three, four, and five. Yeah, you missed, you weren't on last episode, but yeah, we talked about, it, like, broke a ton of records. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's because yeah, all so, of us did that. Yeah. Everyone watch. Yep. We did that. We did. Them. Yep. That's yeah. awesome. And something I thought was cool is that uh, the last episode, the first segment's directed by Tom Savini. Oh, awesome. Who's like kind of there in like kind of replacing uh, George Romero. Uh, kind of as a, as a nod to the original movies and stuff, so I thought that was really cool. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, my first bit piece of news, since we were talking Halloween Horror Nights, um, they just announced today, this morning actually, um, the official dates for 2020's Halloween Horror Nights. Um, they will be running September 10th is when it will kick off through October for 31st, of course, Halloween. They uh, In the press release, they said, Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, now in its 30th year, brings together stories and visions from the world's most notorious creators of horror, the Universal Studios Florida. Experience terrifying haunted houses, sinister scare zones, outrageous live entertainment, some of Universal Studios' most exhilarating att- attractions. That's what it is every year. <laughs> well, okay. Well, just the <laughs> dates. So uh, they'll be turning 30, and you can go starting September 10th. All right. So there yeah. you go. It, it, it's actually four, uh, four nights less than this year, which is kind of weird and oh, disappointing. Well, but, uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah but uh, I know they teased that they were going to bring back some <laughs> of their favorite franchises uh, for this one and, and reimagine them. So I think... 30 is probably going to be like an all-stars type of uh, of year. And I'm really hoping that they bring back their biggest icon, which is Jack the Clown. Uh, he's unique to Universal Studios, and he's a really, really cool killer clown. I'm going to so, look him up. Yeah, and check out Chance. She's hot So while you're at it. Oh. Chance, Chance the Clown. She's okay. she's my favorite uh, one that I've ever met. And she's been my like picture on Facebook and Instagram for like ever. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say something <laughs> else after picture. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's scary. Let me see. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's cool because he had like a, sh- a live show where he just murders people. Nice. <laughs> which was which was awesome. Well, that's always fun. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was really cool. All right. Well, for those of you with Shutter, Shutter, um, of course, has announced their November um, lineup for new movies that will be coming out, including. Three exclusives. Um, so, um, as far as the exclusives, Reborn will be premiering actually today, this third, uh, no, November seventh. Um, that one is a um, let's see, a former special forces operative now lives a quiet life in the Japanese countryside, despite his seemingly seemingly peaceful existence. Um, Toshiro struggles to contain the destructive impulses that once made him the top soldier an elite unit of killers. When his former commanding officer comes out of the shadow seek revenge, Tashiro goes on a killy kill crazy rampage against a squad of ruthless assassins. So that will be premiering today. I'm also a bluebird in my heart and uh neck necrotronic. So those are your three shutter exclusives. And then as far as just all the fun ones coming out this month, they are session nine, trick or treat, demon knight, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, Audition, Bride of Reanimator, Season of the Witch, the ba- and The Baby. So, for those of you who have shutters, some uh, good horror stuff coming out this month. 
Yeah, and uh, just a huge gripe with the shutter on my side. Yeah, like half of, half of that stuff isn't coming to Canada. Oh no! So screw screw you, shutter for doing that. <laughs> Especially because I really wanted to rewatch Demon Knight, and now I'm gonna have to find it somewhere else. Oh. Uh, I I love Demon Knight. It's, oh yeah, it's a great like, one. A, a movie I used to watch as a kid. And they used to play it every Halloween on a channel I used to watch in Canada, and I just adore that film. So yeah. damn you, shutter. Would you meet Billy Zane for Demon Knight? Oh yeah. Yeah. We met, yeah, we met him uh, at Frightmare a couple years ago and got oh, yeah. a Demon Knight. I got a Demon Knight picture signed. It's pretty cool. He was he's he was all right. He was kind of a germaphobe though. He like kind of like oh, one of those. He, yeah, he like creates like this table so you can't get too close to him type thing. All right. But yeah, he was fine. Uh, all right. I know Sam will like this bit of news. What is it? Okay, regarding yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. Reboot was the number one live action series on cable TV in all kids' demos. Oh. You like that? So, um, yeah, big, big numbers. Uh, so, yeah, number one demo for everything. Kids 2 to 11, 6 to 11, and tweens 9 to 14, and apparently adults. 30. Adults what? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying because we... Like, I'll, we see, I'll see my age on <laughs> Um But yeah, uh, so it was huge. And actually, 30... It pulled in big numbers with adults, actually. Um, 30, a 33% share of adults, 18 to 49, which is apparently big, big numbers. So um, hopefully what yeah, that means that. is we will be getting more Are You Afraid of the Dark with these big numbers. So... Hopefully, but who knows? We don't know. I mean, well, the movie's supposed to be coming out, but that kind of got shelved. That and, was the movie. Well, no, that there was a movie that was supposed no, to be No, I like, know, but yeah. that was a long time ago. Right. Like a few years ago. No, just like last year. It was supposed to be getting released this October, and then it got shelved. That, that. I mean, basis, but it was going to be more <laughs> bigger budget, but... Bigger but yeah. budget? Yeah, it was going to be... That like, was bigger budget. No, like, legit, but, like, big no, budget. No, I could have watched <laughs> that on a movie. Okay. Um, but anyway, um, so hopefully that means more Are You Afraid of the Dark in the future. And I bet you this will open the gates for anthology shows going forward with Creepshow dominating Shutter, mm-hmm. Are You Afraid of the Dark dominating uh, Cable, and you have Black Mirror dominating Netflix. You're going to see a lot of anthology stuff coming up, I bet. I'm fine with that because I love anthologies. Yeah. So. Ho- hopefully Tales from the Crypt. That would That'd be, be cool. amazing. But don't forget yeah. to give love to the Twilight Zone. Yeah, they've had a lot of reboots over the years. So. Yeah, I mean, I do love them, but uh, well, I meant the compared one to like Creep Show, though, like the Twilight Zone was kind of bad. Like compared to the right. Creep Show, don't make me choose. Uh, I mean, Twilight Zone wasn't bad. I just felt like there was only like three episodes that really stood out to me, and yeah. the rest were all kind of meh. But I'm excited. I'll definitely watch the second season of it. Um, all right, uh, next bit of news. Art the Clown is officially back as Terrifier 2 has officially began filming um, with, of course, um, announced recently, Felissa Rose, Jason Lively, and Tamara Glynn all being uh, cast to, um, to uh, not, I don't know, star, but they'll be playing at some roles. Um, so uh, October, October 2020 release is currently being planned. So um, for those of you who are fans of Terrifier 1, Terrifier 2 will be coming very soon. Did you like Terrifier, Steve? 
Were you a fan? I did. Yeah, it was good. All right, cool. Uh, and one last bit of news for you fans of Christmas and horror. FYE has started a new holiday tradition with their exclusive Krampus on the mantle figure. Um, so basically, it is just the Krampus um, from the movie, uh, from uh, Michael Doherty's, of course, Krampus that came out a few years ago. And, you know, instead of Elf on the Shelf, you can put Krampus on a mantle. So head your FYE and start that fun little horror Christmas tradition. As Sam rolls her eyes and shakes her head at it. You don't like that? I do like that, but you should look up your favorite artist because there's a lot of people who make those things that sell them and maybe you should support the small Just saying. F-Y-E. <laughs> F-Y-I is more well, like it. Fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. Uh, all right. Well, that is it um, for horror news. Yeah, well, well, while we're on the subject, I yeah. just want to give a quick shout out. Speaking of holidays and horror and supporting small artists, uh, there's this artist called, um, uh, my God, now I'm blanking Homemade on his name. Horror? Oh, thank you. H- Homemade Horror who makes an exclusive horror ornament every year. Uh, the last few have been fantastic. Uh, three years ago, it was The Exorcist, which was the bed, then a string, then Reagan, then a, more string, and then a cross, and then finally it hooked to the tree. Uh, two years ago, was um, it was pr- Welcome to Primetime Bits from Nightmare on Elm Street 3, where it's a Freddy TV putting the head through the TV with uh, the girl's feet dangling. And last year, it was uh, Jason Voorhees underwater with, like, the rock holding him down and him, uh, like, floating and then the, the sign. And he just announced that Saturday will be his exclusive one-day-only event to get this year's item. And it's going to be the house from Evil Dead 2. Uh, it lights up and everything, and it looks fantastic. So uh, support this guy. He's a great, great artist, and I couldn't recommend his stuff enough. Awesome. It's, it's, yeah. They don't come in time for Christmas, though, right? They kind of come late. From what I remember. Uh, it depends. I, I I wouldn't expect it before this Christmas. Right. Uh, I know mine always comes kind of after Christmas, but it's so good, and it's yeah. you know he, he makes them all himself, right? It's not, right. Yeah. It's, it's not a. It's a whole process. A lot of people order these, so I, I'm fine with it. I always yeah, see it totally. as a, like a, a next year thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so do do expect it's possible you'll get it. Uh, this year, but plan more for next year. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, there will be plenty of other local artists. I'll just keep an eye on, you know, Instagram stuff. There's like so many amazing people doing Christmas stuff this time of the year and whatnot, and a lot of uh, local events and stuff like that. So keep your eyes open. Um, but all right, before we get into our review of Eli, let's get a little deadly with some Deadly Grounds coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's early coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. 
Alrighty, so Eli is a 2019 release, um, released uh, a Netflix exclusive. Um, Sam, do you want to give us a little plot synopsis on Eli? No? Alright. No, I'm bad at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, well, then there was this kid, and he's like, and I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, Alright, I guess I can give a little plot on it. Um, so basically, Eli... Um, is about this little, this boy, um, that, um, basically has this sort this disease, or so we think, um, where he cannot, he's basically bubble boy, he cannot go outside, uh, he's basically allergic to everything, and if he does go outside, he, like, uh, you know, what we see is he kind of, like, starts turning red, and, like, looks like he's, like, getting this like massive like yeah basically an allergic reaction exactly so um the parents um in hopes to cure him um go on this road trip to this clean house um hospital where they encounter this doctor who claims that she can heal this um little boy so they go into the clean house and um they start doing procedures on him um the procedures seem a little unorthodox, um, a bit aggressive, um, and from there, Eli starts experiencing some weird things inside the house, um, and it basically from there, it kind of turns into a ghost movie where he starts seeing these ghostly apparitions, these ghostly kids throughout the movie. Um, he also runs into this girl on the outside of the house who keeps throwing rocks at the window, and he kind of um, befriends this girl who's played by uh, Sadie Sink, I believe her name is, from Stranger Things fame. Stranger, uh, Stranger Things 2 fame. Um, and yeah, um, from there, um, I, I'll kind of leave it at that because then the movie, um, the last third of this movie takes a big twist um, that kind of um, changes the whole genre, subgenre of this movie. Um, and we can talk about that when we get more into uh, spoiler territory, but, um, yeah, what'd you guys think of this one? Sam, what'd you think? I liked it. Okay. That's it? <laughs> well, I don't, for me, it was predictable. Predictable? Yeah. Okay, really? Yeah. Okay, because I didn't see, I, I didn't see that ending coming, you did? Well, I mean, not the mom part specifically, Sure. I guess, but everything else, but, um, I don't know. It was entertaining. There were some parts that kind of spooked me a little bit. Um, I don't know if maybe, like, with the ghosts that would pop up here and there, I don't know if it was maybe, like, too much, like, too quickly, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I liked it. I thought the kid did a really good job with his acting. Um, I really like what's her, I don't know her real name, but the girl, the lady I was telling you about that plays the doctor. That yeah, I, like. I forget her name. She was in The Haunting, though, yeah. too, um, with Liam Neeson, and she's been in a few other yeah, things. Yeah, in The Conjuring. I really Conjuring, like her, that's right, yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of cool things about this movie, but I felt like it was a little predictable. Okay. But that doesn't take anything away from it. Sure. Steve? Uh, so, apparently, I... I'm not just not good at predicting things. I thought I thought it was completely unpredictable. I just <laughs> didn't see the ending coming at all. Uh, I really liked it. Uh, I watched it a while ago, like a few weeks ago, and I had recommended it to the podcast because I thought it would be one that's interesting to talk about. Um, it just went in a direction that I didn't expect, and it took me by surprise, and I really liked the direction it went into. Uh, I thought the film was enjoyable. I thought it moved along really well. 
uh, there were like enough scares to keep keep it forward. There weren't a lot of like kind of boring parts or anything. Uh, not too much dialogue where they're just talking. Uh, the kid actor, like Sam said, was great. Uh, I thought everybody in this movie. There, there aren't a ton of characters in this, in this movie, but I thought everyone was really good. And I was really interested to see where this was all like heading, and I was happy with the result. So I liked it. Yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a, a good movie. I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was good. Um, like you said, the, it was really well acted. Um, I thought it kind of took a little bit to get going. Um, and even, like, the scarce parts, um, I didn't think were overly, like, scary or anything like that. I don't know. I thought they were just kind of sort of generic um, in a way, mostly like that. Um but I do agree it was pretty unpredictable. Um, Steve, I did not see the, the, the twist um, coming. It did kind of keep me guessing um, the whole way through for sure. Um, anything else, though, before we get into the big twist, I guess? Nope. Spoil away. All right. <laughs> so what we find out is, um, is basically uh, this movie goes from a ghost movie to a exorcism possession movie um really quickly um you know we we start finding out little by little that eli essentially is the son of the devil um and that the mother has made a like yeah you know she basically was not getting pregnant she kept praying to a god and finally she prayed to satan and satan ended up bringing her this baby um that is eli um and what we find out also is that they took him to this house because obviously the parents knew he was a son, the son of Satan and was possessed. And what we find out is that all the other kids that were brought into this house were also sons of Satan. And um, the doctor is really um, a nun. And, uh, you know, the other women that are working there are all nuns. And basically they are tr- basically um, trying to raid Satan or you know, the spawn of Satan out of these children. Um, They had all failed previously and she had killed all of the other kids and now basically intended to kill Eli, but Eli now is too strong. And uh, yeah, kind of goes batshit crazy from there. Um, There's an amazing scene. uh, I think easily the most memorable and best scene of the movie Mm -hmm. where Eli flips the three nuns upside down into almost a upside down cross um, scenario where they're rotating around the room and he sets them on fire, which I thought was fucking amazing. I thought that was easily the best part of the movie that like jumped it up like a point and a half right there for me. Like that's how much I just thought that scene was so badass and whatnot. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I did not see this twist coming. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really, I thought it was like really interesting. It was really unique. Uh, What about you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also on that. Yeah, that kill was like amazing with the nuns and their mm-hmm. flying. But also when he like breaks his dad's face, like it makes yeah, it like. Really <laughs> oh yeah, that was really cool. That was like yeah. super cool. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the whole like last fifteen minutes, uh, I thought were really fantastic. Yeah. But I'm interested, Sam. What did you see coming out of this? Like, I all of it. Like, well, I didn't... because with the girl that was outside of the house, like she was just very—I don't want to say sinister. I can't think of the word, but she and she kept saying like, "You're strong. You're more powerful than you think." So you're like, "Oh, well, obviously she knows something that he doesn't know." And then with the uh, nurses and like the doctors' outfits, I mean, they were 
like nun gowns. Or I guess. Like they had the head dressing. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you can kind of see that, I yeah. guess, now that you say it. Yeah, I just never picked up on it. I, I just never really saw that um, yeah. coming until, obviously, we, he get when Eli's locked down in the um, that basement there or whatever, and that's when we start finding out the stuff there. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought, it, yeah, I mean, I definitely think it, it took a while to get going, but the, the, the last act really made up for, I think, mm-hmm. the weakness of the rest of the movie. Um but yeah, I, I yeah I thought it was really cool and uh, yeah I mean it leaves it kind of well we kind of find out too that um, the girl that was outside mm-hmm. the whole time is also a child of Satan as well child of yeah yes. and uh, basically at the end we we see that they're gonna go the mom of course is still alive that is the only one that doesn't die and um, Basically, they're on a road trip to see Satan at the end. The mom jumps in the car and drives the two spawns of Satan, apparently, to wherever Satan's living. Apparently, he's living somewhere on Earth. Somewhere um, far. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so basically, and then, uh, well, I mean, but why, Miss Opportunity, ACDC's Highway to Hell, should have been playing at the end of the movie in the car. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was a fun watch. I think it was a good Netflix watch. Um had it been in theaters, I, think, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much. I think I would have maybe picked it apart a little more. Yeah, I agree, like, theater-wise, but I felt like it was a little bit better than, like, a Netflix. A regular Netflix horror movie. Horror movie. Sure, I agree with that. It's probably one that of the best ones they've had. such a great job. Like, I could have I could have seen, like, any other child teen horror male actor in that role, too. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that says. Yeah, no, he was really good. I've never seen him. I don't know if he's done anything else. Sure I didn't, I didn't look though. up his filmography, but he was pretty good in it. I mean, I thought everyone was good. There was no real weak performances. Um, oh, the mosquito. The mosquito. Or the punks. The what? The punks. Oh, my <laughs> God. Are you, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I just felt like the dad would have beaten all those kids up. That's all I'm saying. Well, it was like five against one, though. And you're, you know, but the dad you put your family in danger. Like six, <laughs> six feet tall. Come on. <laughs> Like, they almost killed his son, so the dad's just going to walk away like, oh. Well, what if they, I mean, it's five against one, and you put your rest of your family in danger if you do something, right? Yeah, you're right. Forget forget the punks. Well, what what about the damn uh, motel operator who, like, charges them two nights? Oh, yeah. Three minutes? Yeah. Fuck that. I was like, yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was an inch, definitely an interesting take on possession exorcism movies. I I definitely thought it was like a unique, somewhat of a unique take, just because it kind yeah. of mixed in a ghost movie, um, and then kind of bamboozles you into like surprise, it's a, a exorcism possession movie. So I mean, it was pretty cool. I actually I actually read too. It was um one of the um uh, what are the, I forget what that list is called. I think they call it like the blacklist of the uh, best screenplays that haven't been, like, used yet mm-hmm. or something like that. Right, like, yeah. Just picked up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was interesting. I, I definitely do think it was a, a, a good story. Could it have been better? Yes, I think it could have been. Yeah, some of, like, um, the ghost effects. I think the scare. I think if the scares were better and more effective, the movie could have been even more better because you could have had a great ghost movie and a great demon possession mo- exorcism type movie where I think it's a weak ghost story movie and a good... Um, like mm-hmm. exorcism possession type movie. So um, that's kind of where I am on it. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. 
Uh, it really was three movies. First, you it was like a kind of bubble boy mm-hmm. treating a disease kind of drama, and then it became a ghost story, and then it became a possession movie. And the possession part was by far the best part of yeah, the, the three. But would would I have enjoyed it as much if they didn't have that other stuff where they kind of led me off the trail of what this really was about? I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, I, I actually watched it twice. I watched it right before we recorded, knowing the end, because mm-hmm. I thought maybe... You know, like you watch Sixth Sense the second time and you sure. notice things uh, throughout the movie that gives you a hint as to what the end is. Yep. Uh, I didn't get that from this movie at all. Uh, even rewatching it, knowing what the twist was, there's really nothing that reveals that it's a uh, that he's possessed by the devil until when we find out as an audience that he is. Right. Um, there are really slight nods, like when they leave the motel. There's a like a religious sign, like right the uh, right when they get on the highway, but nothing that you would have noticed because it flashes in like two seconds, and you know it's just because I knew that it was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, especially like you said for a Netflix film. Uh, it, you know, it's, there's not a ton of great Netflix horror movies as far as I've seen. Uh, the last, yeah, creeps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it, the into the tall grass, I didn't particularly love right. a few others that I've seen. Uh, I didn't like Bird Box, unlike a lot of people, so... Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I, I, that was kind of like, whatever. It's all right. I yeah, like it's it. like, I, I saw a better version of it when, with the um, the Tom Kras- uh, John Krasinski one there. Uh, yeah, the Quiet Place. <laughs> yeah. Quiet Place, so... Anyway, uh, but yeah, as for Eli, I did enjoy it, and I thought it was an interesting take on everything. All right. Uh, we did have a question uh, re- related to Eli. Uh, it's a bit of a long one, so brace yourself. Uh, let me just find it here. Okay, so this comes from Wet My Paints. He says, put yourself in a husband's shoes. Your wife's locks horn with the devil, gets pregnant, and has a child you know isn't yours. Do you stick it out until the boy is however old Eli is, or do you leave the devil pumper? <laughs> so what do you guys think? Do, we, uh, do, do you stay with the wife knowing that your kid's a spawn of Satan? <laughs> I mean, God, I don't know. That's a good, great question. I mean, do you think he knew, or do you think she kind of told him like way later on? That's a good question. Did they don't? They kind of allude to him knowing, right? Like yeah, he confessed at some point, right? Because... At some point, but we don't know when, right? So just to, yeah. so just like just assume I, that he did know, right? At but, the beginning. Well, if he did know, so would you? Well, I, I'm saying, like, if he didn't know until, like, five or ten years later, like, he raised the kid and stuff. So he's, I feel like he'd be more inclined to stay at that point because, like, he'd probably, like, love the kid at that mm-hmm. point. Whereas if he found out before the kid was born, he might have been more inclined to leave than, like, I'm not racing the, the spawn of Satan type thing. So, Yeah, but it could also be a thing of where, like, they had been trying to um, have, a, have baby, a kid, yeah. and then he sees, like, how bad she wants to be a mom, and so he's like, fine, I'll see. How this <laughs> plays out. It never plays out well. <laughs> well, he's probably like, eh, cross that. Worry about that bridge crossing. Oh, uh, yeah, and they crossed it, and he, his fucking face got fucking imploded in. Oh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, so would you stay or leave? Oh, man. Let's, let, let's say he found out like four years before when they started putting him, making him pretend to be sick yeah. in the bubble. I mean, I'd probably leave. I mean, knowing what I know about horror movies. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Satan's never a good thing. I mean, I don't, yeah, so. I mean, but I don't know. I mean, if you loved your wife, you've been with her, her 
you know, your whole life. I mean, why, you, why would you want to abandon your wife to, you yeah. know, that woman that you love? So it's a definitely... Uh, Make an offer like, honey, uh, let's get a dog. Get a, yeah. <laughs> you're kind of fucked at that. But I guess you could have killed the kid I, at, earlier before his powers got too strong like yeah. they did. But I don't know. How do you kill a kid? Like, I know, I mean, you know, see, you know, he doesn't look like Satan. He just looks like a normal boy. So, yeah, it's a great question. And one I really don't have an answer, a good answer to. Yeah, uh, he actually answered his own question. He said, um, if you ask me, the husband is the real sob story in the story, minus him arranging Eli's murder by Dr. Nunlady, I feel like he was kind of naive to stay and his wife so long knowing what Eli was. Sure. I had mixed feelings about this one. Everything leading up to the twist was solid, built great tension, and that was a stupid twist. So he didn't like the twist. Yeah. Whereas, whereas I like the twist, honestly. But uh, Yeah, I thought the twist made the movie better i because i just thought it was like i said just kind of like a generic ghosty type movie before that so i think the twist made it a little better for me yeah i actually thought so when i thought about it a little bit if i were to change the movie myself it would have been that he wasn't always possessed by the devil it's the only way to cure that disease was to, to have him possessed so they were like nuns trying to get him possessed mm-hmm. because they found out throughout the years that possess people like somehow heal or something and then they try to get it out but it's too late and they can't that's the direction i personally would have went with it mm-hmm. but um yeah i don't know it's still good yeah uh all right should we get into ratings you guys go yes. first <laughs> go first all right i'll go first um so yeah i mean basically i kind of said everything um kind of you know kind of a meh first half and it, it picks up a little in the second half there. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a decent watch. Would I watch it again, though? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe like a throw-on if we there's nothing else going on. Um, I'm going to go... During laundry? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was okay. Um, I, I would recommend it, honestly, like as a one-time watch type thing. So uh, I'm going to go... Uh, ooh, I'm, I'm torn on this one about whether I'm going to go one way or the other on this. But... Uh, I think I'm going to stay at a, at a six and a half on this one. Oh. Uh, what about you, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would tell someone to watch it, like how Joe mentioned. Would I watch it again? Probably not until like maybe two years down the road. <laughs> um, I don't hate myself for watching it, so I guess I would probably rate it. Maybe like a 6.7? All right. Uh, before I give my rating, I'd just like to point out that uh, we didn't get a lot of questions this week, but we did get a lot of comments, and they were all almost positive. I saw I that, yeah. Really, really like this movie, uh, and I was one of them. If you had asked me like four hours ago what my rating was, I would have given it an 8. Hmm. But having rewatched it... Uh, it actually went down a little bit because I don't know. Now that I knew what was going on, I got picked apart a little bit. So my final rating would actually be like a seven point five. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I would say I would say uh, Horror Squad approved though for sure. I mean, we would all recommend yeah. recommend it for a one time watch. So we will say Horror Squad approved on especially for Netflix. Like it's yeah, totally yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, if you have a subscription to Netflix, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, right. Watch it alone in the dark. <laughs> sure. Well, it's not, it's not that scary. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, well, it is. the lab is. I mean, once the devil part comes out, there's some 
That, that fuck yeah. There's some decent parts that might creep out um, the weaker people. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. Uh, so uh, thank you to everyone so much for listening this week. Um, I think we are planning on Doctor Sleep for next week. So go out yeah. and see it in theaters. Um, and yeah, we have some uh, exciting stuff coming up. Make sure you follow us on social media. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just search the Horror Squad podcast and you will find us. Um, anything else, guys, before we sign off? Nope, that's it. Have a great week. All right. Bye, everyone. I miss Halloween. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>